Hey everyone, welcome back to Team Licious Podcast. I have the lovely Hakeem here today joining us. It's been a while since um, he's hopped onto the podcast. Um, he missed it so much. I finally let him come back into the to an episode. Thank you. <laughs> um, so for those of you guys who don't know, Team Licious was supposed to start out as Hakeem and Ashley, not just Ashley. But um, you're just so better at it, babe. So I just I let you take over. You know, I feel like that's always people's favorite excuse when they don't want to do something. Um, we all I don't know what you guys, but I mean, I know I hate the sound of my voice, although I get so many emails and messages from people saying that they could listen to me all day, which is so flattering, but also weird to me because I can't stand how I sound. And I know Hakeem. I can't stand how I sound. Yeah, that has a lot to do with why Hakeem doesn't show up on the podcast as much as I would love for him to. Um, I know he's a lot smarter than he looks. So I would Dang, love it. How do I look? <laughs> I would love it if he would show up more, but we're working on it. We're working on it, right? Yeah, 2023 is around the corner. We are celebrating our two years um, doing our podcast now. And so I I think that, you know, the, it's time. the winds of change, I feel them. Um, Okay, so this um, this episode is going to be all about Lash Conference. Um, we just want to kind of recap it. We spend a lot of time throughout the year talking about why you should go. I did a whole series about why you should attend conferences, seminars, conventions. And um, a big one that I talk about over and over again is the Lash Conference. So <clears throat> we wanted to recap it. It Today is November 16th. Oh, it's Hakeem's brother's birthday. And um, Happy birthday, Oscar. <laughs> shout out to Oscar. Um, and we are we just got back about a week ago. Yeah, officially. It's been a week. Today is Wednesday. Yeah. So a week ago, we got back from the Lash Conference. And uh, for those of you guys who don't know what it is, Lash Conference is an event, um, this big, huge, I mean, it's so many things. It's not, I want to say a trade show, but it's it's more than that. Also parties. There's also parties. There's also, um, it's just this big like weekend convention get together. Um, it's a gathering of lash artists from far and wide. I mean, it's like, it, I would argue it's, it's the like, biggest. Yeah, it's like the lash event. It's the lash event of the year. Uh, for the last three years, it's been held in um, four years, I think, actually. Was this year the fourth year? Yeah, I think this year was the fourth year. Um, it's been held in Pasadena uh, in November. Uh, every year they've had it. <clears throat> I know one of the years it was virtually because of the COVID. But um, next year, just as a pre, pre-notice, pre next year it's actually going to be in the end of September, early October, that last couple days of September and the first days of October. So if you guys are interested in attending after listening to this, um, I know Tiki's mentioned that ticket, Paul is Paul and testing are the ones who put it on. Paul mentioned that ticket sales would be coming out, um, within the next couple of weeks, like a, like a early bird special. So, um, stay tuned for that. I'll make sure to link it in the, um, in the show notes at the bottom here. But Lash Conference, yeah, is like this big, big gathering. If you've ever heard of trade shows where, you you know, there's booths everywhere and people are showing their products and you've got people with microphones on and, you know, telling you, come try this over <laughs> here. Like, it's very summery. You know what reminds me of TJ when you're driving down and people are just like walking up to you and like, hey, come try this. Do you want this? And make giving you special deals because they know you're on your way out, that kind of thing. Uh, at this time, I believe it's a three-day conference and um, – there's classes that teach you about marketing, about business, about 
teaching your own classes. This year, they even incorporated no skill-based classes. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. For the last four years, it was all last three years. I'm sorry, it was all business, like business-based marketing and stuff like that. And this year, they incorporated a lot more skill-based stuff, and I think that was a hit. Honestly, I think that was like a big hit. Um, people really enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, it, overall, it's just this like Disneyland for lash artists, pretty much. And there's so much to do. There's so many people to meet. A lot of times the booths are not just ran by like staff of the of your favorite brands. A lot of times it's like the actual CEOs, the founders, the influencers of your favorite brands are actually there and you can meet them, talk to them. Um, it's actually kind of crazy because even like even though we're one of the smaller brands at this time, we're, we're you know, we're barely in our second year of selling products. Um, you know, people want to take pictures and it is pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like you would think like because lashes has only been around like about less than 20 years you you wouldn't think that there's people that are so like emotionally connected to the brands and the different artists but we've definitely developed a community and it's 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 freaking awesome if you guys haven't listened to the last few episodes where i talk about why you should um attend conferences and conventions um definitely check that out but uh we are back and we wanted to kind of just recap what are some of the main things that we've been talking about you know you get back from one of these events and you're kind of like hi you're pumped up you're inspired hi like high off life by the way um <laughs> And um, me and Hakeem have had like this thing, these same conversations circulating. And I just thought to myself, like, we got to share this. We got to share this with our audience, with the people who tune in. So some um, of the questions that we're going to cover in this episode are, um, you know, how was it? What was your favorite? What was our favorite parts? And what are some of the things that we wish we would have done differently? And then also we'll recap by giving you guys some advice and recommendations on like what you should do in the future if you att- if you intend on attending one of these um, these conferences. So first things first, um, what like how was it? How did it go? What do you think, Hakeem? How do you think overall the conference went? Not just for us, but at large for everybody who attended. What do you think the overall consensus was? I think honestly, it was this year was amazing. Honestly, it just it grew so much from last year when we were there too. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the people that were there just had a, like a great attitude. They mm-hmm. were just happy and grateful to be there. And yeah, that's definitely what sets it apart from different conferences. Like it's not at, obviously if there's a large amount of people in an area, there's gonna be clicks. Like it, of course it could be clicky, but for the most part, it's not that hard to to. To find your place. Yeah, to you know? branch on, talk to people and find your new friends. Yeah, I mean, so many people. So we actually hosted a party. Uh, myself and Gretchen from My Brand Lashes, we actually hosted a party Friday evening that was technically separate from LashCon, but it was just this idea that kind of grew from, honestly, from like nothing, just thinking of let's go to dinner and let's invite some people. And then, you know, it started growing. People were like, oh, can I, can I add four? Can I add five or invite this person? And it just started growing and growing to the point where we were like, this is getting bigger than any restaurant is going to allow us to do. Um, why don't we look into, you know, booking a venue? And then it was crazy. It just grew so fast. And we ended up having over 200 people at this party because it makes sense. Like people, how often are there is are they in a room with a thousand other lash artists or yeah and like hundreds of lash brands and influencers like that you see on instagram and you know we develop these relationships on on social media with people from all around the world but we never actually get to meet them in person so it was just this idea that gretchen and i had like why don't we go to dinner and then and then why don't we turn into a party and 
to see the people that met at the, it was called the Lash Mix and Meet, to see people meeting at Lash Mix and Meet. And then seeing them be best friends for the rest of the weekend. It yeah. Was, it was kind of cool. It was that. so cool. And they would come up to us too and be like, hey, I just need to thank you. I met my Lash soulmate. Like I, I met, you know, this person is, you know, keeping me fired up. And now it's been about a week since we've been back and they're still talking to each other. I see them commenting on each other's posts and like going live together. And I just like, it's so incredible. I definitely agree. Like, a lot of people took advantage of that this year. I think last year, and correct me if, I, if, if you th saw it differently, Hakeem, but I think last year there was definitely more... Hermit crabs, people were in their shell. They weren't, yes. they weren't really getting out. They weren't really... Not, not that they were being mean, but they, I feel like everyone's kind of a little awkward when, when you go somewhere by yourself yes. and, you're, and you're scared to get rejected or you don't know if people are going to be mean. So you don't want to make the first move, move and say hello yeah. because... Because humans are naturally... We fear rejection. We fear people not accepting us that's like we all have that i don't yeah, care how sure. confident oh, yeah, you are for sure. uh, yeah even me i uh, the only thing i was doing all weekend was making sure i smiled and if you smiled back i would you know say hello but i wasn't i, I can't even say that i was just oh, oh hey how you doing i'm not yeah. just, you know it's it's it takes, mostly it, they were breaking ice with you yeah, it, to you yeah, exactly it, it takes a little it takes a little bit to to break out of your shell and i feel like that's something that maybe um last year a lot of the people that attended. Maybe it's because Lash Mix and me hit it, it off. Yeah, yeah. It, it could. It, I'm, yeah, it could have opened some doors and realized that yeah. people are friendly. Yeah, they're yeah. not. Yeah, they're not. I really think it made an impact. And so I'm really happy that Paul, you know, endorsed that and posted it to the email and let everyone know because I really think that it had a really big impact. We got a lot of great feedback. Um, but aside from our party, um, I will also say something that I, that I really, really am passionate about. You guys know we're the Chicano Lash brand. Um, we had some really cool stuff that we were doing at our booth. We were giving away pan dulce. We were giving away hot Cheeto bags, customized hot Cheeto bags. We labeled ourselves the Flaming Hot Lash brand. I mean, we had the whole 90s, uh, late 90s, old school backdrop photos like that you would take at the mall. Like we were, you know, we came, we showed up. Yeah, we, we showed up with our, with everything to do with our, our cultures and our, the way we grew up, all the stuff that you know, maybe other people might think is like shameful, ghetto, whatever. We were owning that shit. And I feel like a lot of that really had to do with, you know, how how much we were able to connect with people. And um, overall, I just feel like I saw a lot more diversity this year. And yeah, that definitely was a lot. More that's something that I feel like sure. people aren't really talking about that. But looking around that room and seeing tons of like, melanin let's yeah. be honest like seeing melanin in the room was like and this is not a shade if you're listening to this and you know you're white blonde hair blue eye don't take this as offensive this doesn't mean like oh i'm trying to get rid of the white people i mean paul and Tessany, uh are amazing and they they're really like open arms to everybody but being where we come from like and constantly trying to stay in environments that we feel comfortable in i mean like even the city we live in is not exactly the safest like i think it's like top 10 like most dangerous cities in america like at one point oxnard is where we live from southern california it's 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 a lot of hispanic people and um a lot of poverty is in this city now granted there's a lot of wealth in this city too because we're in a beach city but there's a lot of uh, violent crime is where where we come from i mean just the street that we lived on for 10 years i mean yeah. We lost track of how many shootings, drive-bys, you know, overdoses happened there. And so to, to, as we started making more money, we started noticing like, Hey, we have options now, you know, that's one thing that comes with hard work and, and making money is you got options. And 
when we were looking to move out, finally, we were like, should we move to the nicer areas? You know, there's places like Camarillo, Ventura that are like surrounding cities that have like virtually no violent crime. It's like if somebody gets shot or something in Camarillo, it's like everyone's talking about it for like a year. So when we started realizing, hey, we could comfortably afford to live there. The school districts are better, like all these things we really thought about it and we, we were close, right? We really considered it. Yeah, and then we, we realized that we started looking around, we started checking out the neighborhoods and. And I honestly, go to, I, I actually probably doesn't want to say it, but I, I don't really fit in and all these super, I hate to say super white, but like super conservative yeah. areas, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cause it's not just white people. It's not just white people. It's, it's conservative, conservative people, people in general. In general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where I'm kind of crazy. I like to, have a little bit of fun. I party with my friends. Sometimes we party a little late. I know. And even just the way that we look, like the way that we dress, the oh, way yeah, that sure. like all of those things really can make us stand out and not for some people, it can make people uncomfortable. And that's what I'm trying to say. Not so much that I would be feel uncomfortable, but we would make other people, people feel, feel uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And that's never a good thing. And so going into LashCon last year, like I'd be lying to you guys. And that's one thing you, you know, we don't do. Like I'd be lying to you guys if I said that everyone at the conference made us feel super welcome. Now, some people did. Some people were like rock stars and we, you know, Christine from Island Lash, Paul and Tussany, um, Gretchen, my brand, Lash, my brand lashes, like there's tons of people who made us feel super warm and welcome. The girls from Live Bay, uh, Shauna and Mike were not there, but the girls from Live Bay like came up to our booth and was just well, like, yeah, the first year that we, which was two years ago, yeah. even though there wasn't like a crazy amount of diversity, um, the people that were there around us, there was definitely some super kick-ass cool people. So I'm not trying to say that like, oh, it was whack. Obviously we came back, you know, yeah, for sure. but um, this year we noticed a major shift in the demographics of the people who attended. And also, I feel like going to give us a yeah, little bit of credit there, too. We've been working kind of hard. We've been p- promoting LashCon like nobody's business. We have been, you know, we talk to everyone about it. We tell everyone um, that we can about it. And uh, I really feel like this year we're headed in a direction where, I mean, we felt more comfortable even more, you know, I have to say. Yeah, for sure. I was definitely more in the zone this year. I feel like last year I was kind of shy in the back. Nervous. Like nervous to talk to people. I didn't. People walk, like, let's be real. I'm going to be, keep it real with you guys. Last year we had people, like heaps of people walking right past our booth and like literally looking us up and down and like keep on trucking like and i'd be like hey good morning like hi and you know giving away free stuff it was like straight up i have not been dr'd like that in a long time now again that has nothing to do with LashCon as a whole LashCon, pawn tussany all their team they're incredible they work so hard and that's not a testament to them it has more to do with the the audience who's coming and is not wasn't exactly welcoming of like newer brands and unfamiliar faces. And I get that people as a whole, we reject the unfamiliar, but I want to keep it real with you. And I want to be honest with you guys about our experience. Like I don't want to lie and, um, and try to sugarcoat things, you know, but that's just growth, right? Industry has to grow. We're in their early stages. They're literally the infancy. Haircutting has been around for centuries, yeah, centuries. right? Bar Hakeem comes from a barber background. Cutting hair has been around for centuries and lash extensions has only been around like less than 20 years. So I understand that we have room and, you know, we've got to grow. We and have even less in the mainstream. Like it's oh, 20, yeah. Yeah, 20 years, but like, yeah, maybe like no one was doing like no one, maybe like 10 years of 
being not even probably 10 years. I would say, in my opinion, five years. Yeah, like I would being say in the mainstream where people five, really, really know what's, what's going on with last year. Yes, yeah. yeah. Till this day, there's still so many people well, who never had... And don't even know how it works. They think, yeah. that, they, think they were gluing extensions to their skin and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, and they were have... cutting them when yeah. they come back. Yeah, it's just, it's so unknown still, you know? Exactly. So, so it's so, it's, again, is this is not, this was, none of that was for me to try and say that like, oh, Lash, I've heard some rumors that LashCon is racist and, <laughs> and LashCast and Paul and Tessany are, are non-inclusive and... Um, that I have to disagree yeah, with. Be further from the truth. No honestly. way. But that's not to say that we didn't have certain experiences, you know. But this year, I very, I detected very, very little, little of that. Yeah, for sure. It's, Obviously, it's definitely growing. We've grown too, yeah. and I'm sure, of course, that's a factor. What do they say? If you can't beat them, join them, right? So obviously, there's a factor of the fact that we picked up traction. But overall, I saw a blend. I mean, I saw black girls with Mexican girls, Asian girls with white girls. I saw, like, it was such a beautiful thing. It literally had me on fire the whole time. Like, I was pumped up. I was like, dude, this is incredible. Like, like we're, we're doing something that I feel like it's just not been seen in so many industries and it, it was incredible to see. So nothing more I can say than it was incredible for everybody. Um, we freaking made probably about three times as much as we intended. And now it's not all about money, but let's be honest, it's an investment to invest in these things. And so to get the return on investment is it's amazing. It's amazing for sure. And um, all the people we talked to said that, you know, they got so much value out of it. Uh, but so far, out of, you know, obviously we could talk all day about how much we loved it, but specifically what was our favorite parts? I think we can each say like something a little bit different. Like what was your favorite part? My favorite part has, has to be hands down other parties. I, I love partying. When I was in high school, I used to, that was my, that was my shit. I used to be going out Friday to Saturday, go, coming home till two in the morning. So it was kind of like a little, like a. Took you back. Took me back. Yeah. Like a little reminder of what my, you know, like. What I was like when I was just partying all weekend long. When you were the cool kid. When in I high was school? a cool kid in high school, exactly. So I gotta, I gotta feel like the cool kid again this uh, during Lashcon, which is, I don't know, it's just it's just a cool feeling, you know, to get to meet a bunch of new people, get a hangout, get yeah. a. I mean, something about drinking with somebody, you get to meet them and in their raw, in their raw state because not all uptight, yeah, trying no, to be yeah, a PR. Exactly. Yeah, I just, I just love the whole aspect of going out and having. Hakeem, drinks. if you cannot tell, is an extrovert. He thrives off of crowds. He thrives off of like being around like groups of people. I, on the other side, guys, believe it or not, um, I am more of an introvert. Like I get very wound up and uptight when I'm in large groups of people. Hakeem can attest to that. He always tries to get me drunk and get me to eat edibles and stuff to chill out because I get really wound up and I'm uptight when I'm in large groups of people. Um, I don't really love socializing with a lot of people at once. Um, yeah, she's she's a total opposite of me. Yeah, we're the opposite. Like you might not think so because you're like, well, you're always on your podcast, you're always on your YouTube channel, your TikTok, this and that. Well, guess what? I'm talking to a freaking camera. Like it's literally just me in the room by myself. And even that's hard. Like I don't love doing that, but it's a little bit easier for me than being at a party and like trying to talk to all kinds of people. Hakeem, on the other hand, he loves it. But um, I think a lot of people like that. I think a lot of the people love the parties. I mean, Paul even made a post, like a, he talked in the stories um, talking about how um, people were really loving the parties even more than the classes. And I know people who said that they had so much fun at the parties that they didn't get up till like noon the next day. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie Butler from uh, Lash Base, he didn't, he actually missed an entire day. I want to say all day Sunday. 
No, Saturday. All day Saturday, he stayed in bed. He didn't even come out. So, I mean, definitely the parties is, is a huge factor. Um, some of the benefits, I think, from the party are more than just having, I like. Oh, you more, get to connect with people. Yeah. It's, not just about, it's not just about having fun. Don't get me wrong. I love having fun. I love, love getting faded. But um, a lot of it's connecting because you never know who the person you're connecting with is and um, what kind of path you guys can go on together. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know um, over this over the past uh, weekend of LashCon, I, I saw a, a couple girls now that are going to be traveling, doing classes together. A couple do, that are working on on merch, on merch, on merch, on merch, on merch together. They're working on merch to like different ideas. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. You never know where it is that it could take you with meeting somebody and connecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's the this place is the place to be if you're gonna meet other people like you. You know what I mean? They're going through the same struggles. They're going. They've had the same issues. Whether they, I feel like that's one of the things that you really liked when it came to the parties and connecting with people. I, I feel like you were always asking, like, "Oh, who'd you come to see?" or or, or stuff like that. Like, kind of just picking each other's brains because everyone, like you said, is at different points in their journey, and so to kind of hear where they're at or the way their brain ticks or what they what they want to get out the weekend or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's cool. I, I I always like hearing people's stories. It's it's always really cool to hear. And I like hearing like uh, that it's not. I hate to say that it's not easy for everybody, but it always makes me feel like, damn, like you made the move. Like it, this yeah. shit, this shit wasn't easy for you to come out here and do it, but yeah, hey, but you're out here and then you're socializing. I've seen so many uh, girls that like uh, we've known for a while now, and uh, they came out and we've seen them just killing it, rocking out, fucking meeting new people, and it was just it was just amazing to see how yeah. they put themselves out there. Yeah, well, my my favorite part probably, to be honest, my favorite part has to be. It's it's kind of controversy because I just finished saying how I don't really love talking, like I don't love being in large groups. Um, my favorite part probably was um, the the demos, like doing the demos. Um, this year they did something new where instead of just having classes where people are talking about business stuff, they actually had a room that was all for demos. It was a room that had like a um, a lash bed and a light and then a little cart and everything. And it was set up so that we could bring our own products and like do a demo um, for whatever we wanted to do. So if you wanted, I wanted, I did a, a demo of how I, we get four week retention on with our classic, our flat classic lashes and just educating. I mean, we had a room full of like 30 people and I didn't even like we really, didn't really talk about it. No. We really didn't even talk about it. It was initially supposed to be Hakeem doing my lashes, but well, that's another yeah. story for another day <laughs> why that didn't happen. But um but yeah, it ended up being about like 30 people in our classroom, in our little demo room. And they were like asking questions. They were recording. Like it was so freaking cool. And um, Ashley, Ashley's a giver. So I feel like that's why she loved the the demo so much yeah. because she just love she loves helping. I feel like that's like how she, uh, how she, like, how she eats. Like that's how her, that's her, that's her fuel right yeah. there. Like making, giving, giving. Yeah. And like, sure. like helping people. And I had so many people reach out to me and like, it was crazy because the trade show was almost already over. And for the day for Sunday and I finished my demo and we had like a crowd of like 12 girls, 12, 12 to 20 girls following me back to our booth and they wanted to buy everything that I was using. And like, of course I'm there. I have to make money. And like, of course, you know, I, that, that's a goal of ours to make money, but to know that like that they you touched their hearts yeah. and they followed you and they, and they really listened. They weren't just, it yes. wasn't, it wasn't just going in one year. Take a picture. Yeah. yeah. No, they were listening. And I have girls DMing me till this day, like a week later saying like, Oh, I tried what you told me, or I tried that product the way you said, and I never thought about it like that. Like that to me, like I'm, you can already hear the, the inflection yeah, of my voice. She's about, like, she's about to tear up. Over you here, can guys. hear me. Like I, it's like everything for me. Like I just remember a time guys where even in the makeup world, like, People were stingy, people gatekept. And so to be in this industry now that has just really cultivated a new trend of like giving and and like 
giving back and stuff. I freaking love it. And I want to be a part of it. And I want people to know that like, there's enough room for all of us. So that's something that Tustany said, uh, there was a sponsor meetup where we did like a champagne toast and just to kind of set the tone for the weekend. And, and she made, um, a comment about how, you know, there is this huge pie basically, and we all can get our piece. Yes. Some people will get bigger pieces probably because they work harder. They brought a bigger spoon. They brought a bigger team. They brought a bigger appetite. You know, there are some people who can eat more, but you can get yours and there's no shortage of business, whether you're a lash artist, a lash retailer, a lash educator, a lot, whatever, whatever you are, there's no shortage. It's just a matter of how hard are you willing to work? How much are you willing to get uncomfortable? And that's really it. That's it. And I just feel like that that's, that's really what I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of that message that uh, we can all get ours and um, there is no shade, no shame, no, you know, there's no beef with getting yours and me getting mine. Yeah, so no, no problem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was there. I actually filmed a video. Uh, I went live for Simple Lashes, which is another brand who sells the same kind of products we sell, you know, um, Michelle is just like super inspirational to She's me. Super amazing. We love Michelle. Exactly. And she, um, she was going live doing, or I'm sorry, she was doing her demo on, um, glueless lash lift, which I had never even heard of. And I've been wanting to get to see it. So I filmed that for her and went live for her. And it just like a, just a testament to like, she sells the same stuff I do, but I didn't care posting it on my page because at the end of the day, like we can all, get our own and that's just that's that that's what i get high off of um so that's my favorite part and then the next question we have is what did you wish that you would have done differently and um i'll go first just because you know um i'm already talking and but um what i wish that i would have done differently to be honest is i wish i would have put more emphasis into um basically letting people know what we had going on um at the same time, okay, so like the demo, like I know we had a good crowd in there and everything, but I also wish like I would have talked about it more. There was a lot of people that, that didn't, out. yeah, that missed out and was really bummed that it's not, that part's not recorded. The demos are not recorded. So they were really bummed about that. And I felt kind of guilty. Um, even with the party, we only started, we literally started planning the Lash Mix and Meat party on like three, like 22 days before LashCon. So we had like a little bit over, not even four weeks. We had like three weeks that we started, Gretchen and I started selling tickets to the Lash Mix and Me. And there was so many people who hit us up and were like, I didn't know there was a party. I thought that I had access to everything as VIP. And the problem was it wasn't a LashCon thing. It was a me and Gretchen thing that we teamed up with LashCon as far as advertising. But um, that kind of made me feel really bad. And I felt a lot of guilt over the weekend of a lot of people not attending and, and, you know, so that those two things were kind of like the biggest things that I wish I would have done differently. I wish that I would have, you know, put it out there more, but sometimes I have to say like a, a, a big part of why I didn't do that is maybe like imposter syndrome or, or maybe just, um, guilt, like feeling sleazy and salesy, I guess when stuff has to do with like me promoting myself, I have a hard time doing that sometimes because, um, how do I say it? Like, you don't want to feel like a car salesman. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to feel like, come to my party, come to my party, <laughs> give me your money. You know, like come to my demo, watch me sell you my products. I don't know. It just, and I know like I'm giving value and I know that the things that I'm doing, I don't do shit that doesn't change people's lives, guys. Like one thing about me, it's about impact. Like I only do things that are going to positively impact the audience, but yet 
because money's involved. Like if I'm giving away free stuff, like if I'm doing, I did oh, free meetups. You're, you're, you're yelling at the top. Yes, of exactly. But there's something about knowing that I'm getting in a monetary exchange that makes me feel, but I have to, like, I it have costs, to. It costs money to throw these events. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not like I'm, we didn't even make, I mean, full transparency, we didn't even make any money. We're actually in slightly in the negative for the, the party. Yeah. yeah for the last week. It's okay though. But it's fine. That's not a complaint. My whole point is just that that's one of my biggest regrets. And it's just something about myself that I have to work on. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm getting better at it every day, but. It's a, it's a, it's a slow, but sure, um, progress. Yeah. What about you, Hakeem? What do you wish you did? Differently? I guess one of the things I, I have a list of things yeah. that I wish you did. Differently. <laughs> what do you okay, think? Well, I, I just made a TikTok about it the other day. I took telling Ashley, I, one of the things that I wish I could change about myself would be like, uh, giving more shits. And I feel like that goes into going to LashCon too. Like I, I'm real like carefree. I just kind of throw shit in the bag. Like we were talking about this earlier, like literally, throw it in the bag. literally when we went to LashCon, I wish I could have been more prepared. Like I wish I could have recorded how you, how you packaged <laughs> our shit. I wish I had that on film. Like I literally put, I literally threw a bunch of trays and bags. They weren't organized at all. We didn't even, we didn't even like set pre-set up our station. I know uh, um, Kathy from uh, Lashco was next to us, and she told us how, how she pre-set up her uh, booth to see how everything would look. She and, did like a trial, like a like mock a, trial run. And and we actually like, oh, that's interesting. Everything we got was literally in the boxes that it came from. The we didn't even know if they were missing parts. Yeah, like yeah. And that's a that's an issue that uh, that I've always I guess I've always had. I've always been so careful. Like ah, everything's gonna work out, but. Not that it didn't work out. Everything, it did. Everything went well, but fuck, it could have gone a lot smoother if if I cared just a, a tad bit more, like, to be organized and, like I said, f- figure out how exactly we're setting everything up. Like, we, we literally, wing, we winged a lot of it. And honestly, like, Ashley's not like me. I feel like I've been starting to rub on Ashley a little bit, like, because before Ashley was the one who was like, oh, my God, like, I we have to have this in order. We have to make sure that this is. And but I, the problem is I started realizing that no matter how much I overprepared. Shit, shit goes wrong. It shit goes wrong anyway. So then it so just. So maybe I'm too relaxed and maybe I, but I have definitely one thing that I, 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 I will say is that I, I do have to give a little bit more shits. Maybe I can't be no shits giving. Maybe like just a couple shits could be a given. A little bit. Yeah. I definitely could say we could have prepared better. Now we still killed it. It was still amazing. But like I said, it could have gone smoother. There was times where we just had piles of girls on the, at the, at our booth and they were asking for trays. I had to be digging through the bags. I had to move all all the stuff all over the place like i literally had a mess if you guys could see our like our booth like the first day we didn't honestly to be honest like full transparency the first day we thought it was going to be a sneak peek so, yes so we weren't prepared like at all we misunderstood the the, the the men the schedule the schedule said that saturday was just a sneak peek and so my understanding of sneak like, peek, like a hello hi how you guys doing we're not be, we're not, delicious not 800 lash artists coming yeah. to try and get their product like yeah we didn't so I didn't anticipate that, but, um, so, but yes, if I could do anything, like I said, I, I would be more organized, give a little bit every could, year. Yeah. Every day, better. More, every day we're working. Last year we sold out the first day and yeah. we had to send somebody back to our hometown to come get more. So I feel like this year we were a little bit more prepared, but we could have been more organized. Like, yeah. like I said, prepared, I guess I said, we brought enough stuff, but it wasn't, like I said, the organization, I know I, even right now I'm thinking of a time when some girls were asking for some trays and now I think about it, the trays were on when we're on our rack and I was looking for them in the bags. And now I realized I could, we, we could have, we could have made a lot more money. Yeah, for sure. And because we were so unorganized um, and we kind of just winged it on Monday, we were exhausted by Monday. And for those guys don't, you guys probably don't know this, but we shut, we didn't even work Monday. We shut down our booth. There was no way 
we didn't shut it down like break it down but we we put a little like cover over, over it yeah because there was just no way we were exhausted we were drained and i just i didn't feel like giving yes turned out i was sick i which i didn't know at the time but but we just i just we, we just didn't want anyone to come to our booth and us not have the full energy that we had on the, fir the Friday, first the Friday, Saturday, Saturday yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we didn't want and then be like, damn, like these they're kind of fucking assholes or she's kind yes. of a bitch, you know. And like, I did notice with one girl that I was talking to um Monday morning that like my patience level wasn't really there. And um the last thing I want again, I'm an introvert, so I can only take so much extroverted activity. I can only fake the funk not fake the funk like i'm not being fake i'm being myself but it's hard it's very draining for me and so like you know how you could if you're a workout person like you could easily work out for three hours but for some reason you can't clean your room for 30 minutes with you know <laughs> like you see what i'm saying they're both physical activity but at the end of the day like you have your things that make you feel good and you have things that drain you and for me um getting attention from a lot of people at once and having to like maintain them and almost like being a hostess that's very draining for me i don't like having guests over i don't like you know i like being a guest at somebody else's house but i don't like being he asked my husband like i don't love having people over it's not my favorite thing i like having one person over because then i can focus on them it's kind of hard to to give everyone your attention and you don't want to, that is one thing that's hard about being a host. But yeah. the cool thing is when you're like Hakeem and you don't really give a F, then I don't give a fuck. Then <laughs> that's why he likes being in groups because he's not thinking about, he's not over analyzing how he's making someone else feel bad. Yes. Which uh, that, that's never really the case. And you know, I'm not saying that no one felt like, oh, he cut me off kind of short, but you it, don't know that. Yeah, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, like, I don't know that anyone didn't feel but like me, that. But I would have known. But, but me personally, I was just trying to give everyone a little bit. A little bit. And I can't give it, I can't half ass anything. I have to give you my 150%. Like, that is so deeply ingrained in my brain that everyone deserves a 150 percent and so i think just we're just different you know yeah, for sure so yeah i i definitely feel like we could we could have been more prepared in more than one way that's the overall consensus oh, yeah, sure. and i think if you're listening to this and you're a lash artist and you're intended to go to like LashCon next year or maybe some different conference like lash fest or something um go prepared like if you can learn anything from what we're saying go prepared um, Look at the schedule. Honestly, people were coming up to me and asking, like, "Oh, what time is? What's what's this? What's going on at this time?" And I'm like, "I have no idea. I have no idea." And and if you go to these things, like I I talk about it in a previous episode where I talk about like how to get ready and make the most of conferences. Listen to that video. Listen to that episode. Like that episode is golden. I literally break down for you how to make the most of it. Um, if I could give you guys any advice, or Hakeem, if you could give any advice or recommendations for people who are attending conferences, conventions, LashCon, or anything like it, what would be like the biggest piece of advice that you could give someone? Break out of your shell and make the first move to say hello to some people. Like I said, I, I know earlier it's it's tough sometimes, but believe it or not, like a lot of people are just kind. Of, it's kind of awkward. They're out, they're out there by themselves too. They're not necessarily that they're being mean or that they don't want. But everyone, everyone is kind of shy at first, and they, they got this this wall up. But yeah, you paid all that money to go. But it's it's definitely worth it. Like I said, you don't know the connection you're gonna make with somebody. Yeah. You don't know the possibility of where you could team up or what you can do. Or it's just a simple fact that sometimes the people in your area they see you as competition, even though you're not. You guys, there's enough for everyone to get theirs. But so there's something about meeting a lash artist from a different state that that for sure sees you as no competition because you're not gonna get the lash chance that they're getting. Right. So they're gonna give. Yeah, if you're from Minnesota and they're from 
um, Texas, you know, it's you're not gonna they're not gonna see you as competition. So so they're able to, to like, give you yeah, they, they give you their secrets of what's helped them grow yeah. their thing and they give you you guys bounce ideas off each other and just overall, like I said, these are the people that you could connect with the most out of anyone else. They're going through the same struggles. They've they've had a, a husband who had, in the beginning wasn't so supportive of them becoming a lash artist mm-hmm. and them having a like my wife having a lash app six in the morning or five in the morning five in the morning eight o'clock at night working around my schedule like i know now. other people might yeah. not understand that your friends your best friend from high school who who now is a teacher and your sister-in-law who you're really close with you know works at a restaurant like they don't understand the same struggles that you have so it can get lonely like being a lash artist can get really lonely being a lash salon owner can be really lonely when you don't have anyone so that's definitely i would definitely say yeah that. that's 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 what i would say if that's if any recommendation i could have is i know it's hard sometimes but make the first move say hello you know what i mean introduce yeah. yourself I, worst thing that could happen is that they're a bitch and you fucking move on or yeah. whatever you know what i mean like yeah. it's not that serious you're gonna find your people though believe you yeah. have a lot more you you're gonna miss what it's you're gonna miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take but yeah. if, you, if you're taking shots you're gonna make some and you're gonna make some great friends you're gonna like i say you're gonna connect you're you don't know what you don't know what you don't know. So, yeah, meeting someone could open so many doors, and like you could work together in so many different expose aspects. You to, expose you to to different things that you would have never had access to, and a different ideas of what market, just everything in general. You guys could share so many things with each other. Like, definitely, that's my advice. And then it's guys. not just lash brands. Like, talk no, to no, lash, artists lash artists too. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. I feel like sometimes people think that the only way to like expand is to. I, I there's like this thing, and I talked about it before, like. People say that you should only live, you should only take um, take advice from people who have done what you want to do. And I get that theory. I understand that. But also, um, just because what worked for them may not work for you. So just because they've done what you want to do doesn't mean they've done it the way that you need to do it. So there's no one right way. Exactly. And that's the main thing that I, that I feel like I would say. Um, realize that. One thing that I realized and that I learned and I hope that like a lot of people can take from this is that there there's a lot of people that are going to tell you in in your in the industry that you need to um, stay in your lane, that you need to um, kind of like I've heard people make references like, you know, I, I just stick to myself. I stay in my own lane. And I get that. I understand that it's a coping mechanism. It's our ego trying to protect ourselves from 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 pain and it's trying to protect ourselves from rejection. Like we mentioned earlier, it's scary trying to connect and putting yourself out there and being vulnerable with people. It's scary because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. You don't know if they're going to return the favor or if they're going to be an asshole and, and tell people about, you know, your, your situations and stuff like that. I get it. It's scary. But at the end of the day, um, staying in your own lane should not be confused with, you know, cutting everybody out and, you know, being a lone wolf. Like those are two different things, being a lone wolf and being like all by yourself. That does no good for your yeah, business. It, it's hard to grow when you don't have no one to learn from. I always saw some people that like it, it, everyone could keep on learning. There's mm-hmm. the moment you think, you know, it all and you keep, you're your, done, you're done. You're not the growth is stunted majorly. Yeah, yeah, because you can only learn so much from your own trials and tribulations. 
you can learn so much more from other people. So when you hear people say, stay in your lane, I'm a, I'm a big advocate for staying in your lane. But staying in your lane does not mean cutting off the world and staying by yourself. Like staying in your lane means figuring out what works for you and sticking to that and not trying to mimic what everyone else is doing, not trying to copy other people. And most importantly, not putting your big fat nose in other people's businesses and trying to act like you know their life. That's what staying in your own lane means. And I, and I, I'm guilty of thinking that staying in your own lane means like sticking to your circle. Like, like remember the circle of trust from um, Meet the Parents? <laughs> yeah, like how how he says like, you know, this is a circle of trust. We don't let anyone in and we don't let anyone out. It, that's not staying in your lane. That is that is scarcity mindset. That is very restricting uh, way of living your life. If you want abundance, if you want growth, you have to believe that there's that there's room for growth. You have to believe that other people have, you know, answers to some of your questions. So my, my biggest recommendation, like I said, I could like the biggest, the piece of advice that I would say when you're attending these type of events is that growing your network is, is 100% valuable who, you know, you've heard this before. It's yeah, not what sure. you know, it's but it's who, you, who you, know. you know, like that is so true. And you can skip levels by connecting with the right people and the right people is going to vary the right people for us at this point in our career. It might be different the, from the people you, that are for you. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. Just because we're connecting with certain people doesn't mean you sh like you necessarily should like that's like those are the, those are the people that I need to connect with. Yeah. No, you oh, Ashley was having dinner twice with these people. So that means that I need to be in with that club. Not necessarily like we're at a different point in our journey. And so just remember like, no, this is why it's so important for you to know where you, what you're working towards. You guys need to listen to the last episode because I talk about that, like figuring out what, what is your end goal? You need to have goals for every single thing you do. You should not be going to LashCon just because like, I guess if your goal is to make friends because your mental health isn't all there, maybe you're making as much money as you want to. Maybe you're a solo lash artist and you already make a quarter of a million a year just off yourself and retail sales or whatever. And you just want to have some friends in California, Florida. Yeah. If that's what, yeah. And you maybe want to start traveling and you want to start training in different states. So you want to go to LashCon to make salon owner friends in different states so they could host you. Cool. Like if that's your goal, then that's now awesome. you know yeah, what you should sure. work on. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's an awesome goal too. Yeah. There's, exactly. There's, there's, no, no, wrong, there's no wrong goals, guys. Exactly. Or maybe you're just going because you want to flex on your clients back home and you want to show them, look at, look at how cool I am meeting all these people, all this stuff. Like there's, there's whatever makes you feel good at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, whatever works for your you, business, yeah. wherever you are in your business, you have different immediate goals that you need to meet. And so that's the whole point that I'm trying to get across. Like stay in your lane just means do you and do what's best for you. And don't just copy what everyone else is doing. Like, oh, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a picture. I had know some girl who said that she was really bummed that she didn't get to go up to every single vendor booth and take a picture with them. I thought to myself. There was like a hundred booths. You know how long that would have taken you? Even if you only spent five minutes, if you spend five minutes at a hundred booths, that's 500 minutes. That's how many hours? Like, I don't even think you have enough time. I'm going to do the math right now. What is 500 divided by um, 60 minutes? That's eight whole hours of meeting people. Like, and that's no breaks, no restroom, yeah. no eating. So over the course of two days, maybe you could have spent five minutes with each booth, but- But you're gonna miss out on all the other exactly. stuff. Exactly, how deep of a connection are you really gonna make by connecting with people for five minutes? I, I'm sorry, but if we talked for five minutes at LashCon and, ne and never else, 
I probably don't remember you. Like, and I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, I have a good memory. I have a very good memory. But I talked to so many people. And if all you did was say, hey, can we take a picture? I might not remember yeah. you. That wouldn't have been a majorly impactful conversation. But if you came up to us and said, hey, I watch you do lashes, your husband do your lashes on live all the time. And the way he, you know, he gets so excited to do your lashes. I think you guys are so funny, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I now I... My, my husband lets me practice on him. And this is like, if you told me something like that, that is way more impactful. That's going to be like, oh my God, I remember her. She goes, and I'm from Kansas city. And you know, there's not a lot of lash artists here or whatever. I don't know. There might be a lot of lash artists there, but you see what I'm trying to say? Like if you actually had a conversation and we talked and that's going to be way more impactful. And at the end of the day, when I say it's not what you know, who, you know, it's not who you've met and taken a photo with. That doesn't matter. It's who you You're truly connecting with. Exactly. So staying in your lane means picking a handful of people who are going to be, you know, uh, advocates for you or who are going to um, vouch for you in positions where later on it could open a door. And that's what I would say. Yeah, Over, sure. Overall, I think that um, I got nothing but good feedback. You yeah, know, sure. we love LashCon. We definitely do, and we're excited for next year. It's actually next year is actually going to be it's on your birthday. Right? It's on my birthday weekend. Yeah, oh, my okay. birthday's the twenty fifth, and it starts the twenty eighth. So, um, so we're gonna turn up, guys. We're definitely. <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to Paul and and Gretchen again about doing the Lash Mix and Meet this year, and maybe have it like birthday cake theme or something like that. Because you know, I'll be turning thirty two. Um, and yeah, if you guys are on the fence about attending conferences, seminars, um, I promise you that, you know, if you go in with a plan and go organize and go with an open mind, you know, there's there's no losing. You can't lose. And they're PS, they're a tax write-off. Yeah. So, you know, write That's that off. Win-win. Yeah. You're going to pay someone that money. You might as well use it for yourself. Um, there's so much, as we mentioned, there's so much value and we hope that you guys can see that. Hopefully we get to see you at one of the upcoming conferences. We'll be in Minneapolis in December. We'll be, uh, I'm thinking of um, actually hosting a class in Fresno in January. Um, we have a few students out there that want to train with me. And then where else we're going to be in April, we'll be Austin. in Washington, DC. April will also be at the end of that's early April will be Washington, DC. End of April will be um, Austin, Texas for the Lash Boss Summit. Um, I'll be speaking at both of those events. And then in July, we'll be attending the um, Lash Dallas Lash Fest. Yeah. So there's a lot coming up in the near future that we'll be attending. So if you um, are interested in any of those um, are in your area, I know I have some friends in Houston that want to host something as well. And then um, on my live the other day, a bunch of people were saying we want to do a party in Cali, a lash mix and meet just in Cali. So maybe like February, like around spring break, February, March, we might do something like that. There are so many opportunities is my point. And these are just some of the ones that I'm mentioning. And so if you guys are interested in attending something, you know, you'd be surprised or host one yourself, like throw something yourself if you're looking to build a community. Um, I will link the Minneapolis, um, event in the show notes and I don't know, Hakeem, is there anything you want to, any notes you want to leave, um, our audience with today? Um, thank you for coming back. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming back to the delicious <laughs> podcast. No, I think, uh, I think 
you did a good job covering all the bases, right? Oh, that's good. I, I usually am. <laughs> so thank you guys again so much for hanging out with us. And be sure to please, please, please um, leave a review. Um, let us know what you gained from this episode, because the more people we get in front of, the more people we can help. And until next time. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.